Edwards Life Sciences would like to express our gratitude for all those on the front lines of responding to this fluid situation with COVID-19. We appreciate the strong leadership and dedication of healthcare providers to patients around the world, and we express our care and concern for you during this challenging time. You're listening to Roxart Radio from the front. Today, Roxana Mehran talks with hepatologist Amrin Denani, who's based in New York City. Hello, it's Roxana Moran from Mount Sinai Hospital, ICANN School of Medicine, coming to you on Rock's Heart Radio on this podcast on the front, in the front, on the front line, or on the front. But um, we're really excited uh, today. My guest uh, is a fantastic um, up-and-coming rock star, I think, uh, who's going to be uh, really, really doing great things, Dr. Amreen Danani. Uh, she's a system professor uh, of medicine at the ICANN School of Medicine uh, at Mount Sinai, uh, specializing in liver diseases, gastroenterology. Uh, she's affiliated with um, all of the Mount Sinai hospitals, Beth Israel, Morningside, Mount Sinai West, and Mount Sinai Queens, as well as the Mount Sinai Hospital on the Upper East Side. Welcome, Dr. Danani. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so you are... Um, the up-and-coming uh, hepatologist with a lot of interest in both clinical and academic medicine, but clinically you're quite active. And during this COVID-19 uh, pandemic, I think it's uh, it's been a very, very difficult time. I, we've been talking about healthcare workers and the heroes on the front line and how we could help them talking about the stresses that they're feeling but importantly, in the series that I've been having the last, uh, uh, I have three speakers and you're one of them um, in these podcasts is, is about the stresses that women uh, are, are feeling as healthcare providers, as well as um, um, those who are really taking care of the home as well, because so much has fallen on our shoulders uh, beyond the what's going on on the front lines. Tell us a little bit about your uh, situation and how you've been handling um, the COVID-19. Yeah, um, so it's actually a, a mixed bag of emotions, and I think you know talked about this before. So when I first, when we first learned that COVID-19 um, was going to become a pen, you know, going to become an issue, a pandemic, uh, one of the first things. Um, I was told by my division chairs, and I'm really grateful to have such great division chairs, is um, that I needed to stay home and start doing telemedicine. And the main reason for that is I am currently 35 weeks pregnant, so do any time. Um, and so initially I felt, I, I felt like I wanted, you know, it was, it was fortunate that I was pregnant and this was going to protect me and the baby from um, being exposed to what was to come as we have no idea what this does to pregnant women or to uh, newborns. But at the same time, I felt like I needed to do more. I felt helpless and because um, I wanted to be on the front line. I wanted, I wanted to be in there. I wanted to be helping people. I wanted to see patients. And even as I was ramping up my telemedicine, you know, I was working very aggressively with my teams 
to try and get patients in because I still wanted to be a useful, um, you know, member of treating treating just patients, not just with COVID-19, but also with uh, just liver disease. You know, I signed up for lots of additional things I could do, such as, you know, Mount Sinai, you know, Sinai Now. Um, but then what happened two, three days after that is um, we learned that our um, schools were shut down. And so I also have a three-year-old. Mm. Um, so that became very interesting because now I was the sole um, provider at this point of our three-year-old because my husband, who also works in healthcare, um, was required to be at work Monday through Friday, which meant he couldn't really help me in the house. So now I was struggling, and I call it struggling, struggling with a balance of, you know, watching my three-year-old son, who is, you know, really great and brilliant, but at the same time, you know, keeping life entertaining, engaging, and somehow still have some form of structure for him, but at the same time, being able to see patients on telemedicine and provide good patient care, and then, of course, the, to add to the mix of that is this um, you know, clinical and research interests that I have and, you know, continuing to maintain productivity in that sense. And then, of course, to top it all, maintaining a household and just making sure we are safe and, you know, everyone and we have food. I mean, initially there was a huge problem with hoarding um, when we first learned about this. So just, just all those things in my mind all the time, all those emotions all the time. And, you know, to be honest, I've been doing this now for about seven, eight weeks. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible, right? I mean, I think you know we um, there are many many women um, who are in the front lines, um, who are physicians and healthcare workers. Um, you um, being pregnant and almost near the end of your pregnancy, and hopefully in the next few weeks you'll be bringing out your second child to the world with with what and for sure and. I'm sure there's trepidations about that. What kind of planning do you have for that, for your delivery? That must be also quite stressful, uh, especially I, I knowing should. that the hospital has um, is a COVID. I mean, what what are you thinking there? Yeah, I, I, I chuckle because I'm a planner. And so prior to all this, we had a plan. Um, my family's in Toronto, Canada. So the plan was uh, for my youngest brother actually to come sometime in May and uh, basically work from here. Um, and when we went into summer and I had to rush to the hospital, at least he would be here to, you know, uh, take care of our, you know, three-year-old son, wherever he may be, whether he had to pick him up from school or if it was in the middle of the night or whatever it may be. So when we first learned that the border, the Canadian-U.S. border was shutting down, and this was probably sometime in March, I literally had a panic attack. Um, in the sense I started getting nervous um, because that also meant um, at the time this instruction was um, they were going to leave the border open for 48 hours um, and then after that it was going to be completely shut. And at that point I got nervous because I knew that meant that nobody from home, as in my family, could come and help us out. And so all the planning that we had in how we were going to take time off is you know, pretty much unsettling. Um, and given the fact that at this point, you know, schools are probably indefinitely closed, I'm going to be having a newborn, we, we are just going to have to manage when we go into labor and go to the delivery room, 
um, we we have some friends who are, you know who are gracious enough to watch our son. They know him really really well. Um, but also just that process of delivery. You know, in 24 hours, the expectation is um, mothers are out and back home, and also um, the rules are changing a lot, especially for partners of birthing mothers. Um, that they're only allowed to be in the hospital with the with the partner for the delivery and two hours postpartum, and then they are asked to leave. It's amazing, so, isn't it? I mean, it's like yeah. a whole new normal, a lot of stress. And yeah. I guess one of the biggest things that I like when you listen to your story, it really kind of exemplifies and puts it out there, all of these different facets that healthcare workers are 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 having, especially for our female healthcare workers who also um, have young kids at home. And, and this is not to say that the men don't, but pregnancy is unique to women and, and you are, are, uh, are doing this and you are um, caring and caring, caring and caring for your, yeah. for your children. And, uh, and it's incredible. And I, and I guess the big piece to me is, is how are you taking care of yourself? Your, stresses i mean um you're a very My sanity yeah your sanity and your well-being because that's another part that i think we all need to kind of take care of and uh these kinds of stresses yeah. these are all the new normals that many many families are facing but especially for our healthcare workers how are you handling that yeah so i you know like i said emotionally i get pulled in multiple directions I want to be a great mother. I still want to be a great clinician. I still want to be a great researcher. I still want to be, you know, a great wife at the same time and at the same time be completely available, not just to my patients, but to my colleagues and also to all the fellows and residents that I work with. Um, so, you know, there are days that are harder than others. Uh, but one of the things that I do try to do is um, I try go out for a walk. Um, and I do this soon after my husband steps through the door, um, goes through our entire sanitation process that we have of 10 minutes where he has to keep COVID out the door. And then I go out for a walk um, and I do that at least three times a, three times a week. I make, it, I make some time uh, to do meditation and also yoga in the house. Um, and I really just take it one day at a time. I mean, I literally have if I can accomplish one or two things on my list I feel I feel like you know I've done it I've done it so I have changed the way the way I do things I have I've had to um but that's what's helped me over the last seven to eight weeks those are so wonderful wonderful come. techniques that I'm sure our listeners are going to love to to hear about because there are techniques um expect less less is more these days uh, enjoy, take a deep breath, yoga, meditation, a good walk where you can disconnect from everyone. Of course, yeah, be protected and, and, uh, and using social distancing. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful um, recommendations. Yeah. And expecting yeah, less of yourself. Expecting less yeah. of yourself. Well, this has been a fantastic, fantastic conversation, Dr. Danani. We, we wish you all the best with your new, with, with your growing family. 
we know we will get through this all together. And I know that you are going to, you are already to me, in my mind, a, a big rock star, but absolutely you will accomplish much, much more as time goes by. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for your advice. Thank you for your time. Um, we know how busy you are. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation and thank you so much uh, for listening, listening to my, to my story. <laughs>